Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast, episode 42. Panasonic hacked again. As that idiom goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Now, this will resonate really well with today's podcast. Japanese tech giant Panasonic confirmed that its Canadian operations were attacked again in February that interrupted internal systems, processes, and networks. Now, according to a Panasonic spokesperson, they took immediate action to address the issue. And also, according to the Conti Ransomware as a Service Group, uh, they claimed responsibility for the cyber attack and claimed to have more than 2.7 gigabytes of data from Panasonic Canada. Uh, Conti's leak page appears to have the Panasonic internal files, spreadsheets, documents belonging to their human resources and accounting departments. So what the million dollar question is here is what the heck? Why did the uh, why did Panasonic drop the ball twice? Especially as a Japanese tech giant, they should have had their security posture just as disciplined as a samurai, right? Unfortunately, we will not know the full extent or the full picture of this from both events. Um, the second attack that uh, sorry the the first attack sorry that occurred on November the eleventh. 2021 in uh, Osaka, 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 Japan. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Osaka, sorry, Osaka, Japan. Got to get my um, Japanese one here. Osaka, Japan. Um, and the one that happened November the 11th, 2021, was due to a misconfigured in- external server. And they've uh, publicly in Panasonic Global did release this statement as well. I believe this statement was released in December. So did did the the same uh, issue that happened in Osaka, Japan, um, simply happen again in Canada? Did they not simply find the, the true case of the November breach that the hackers exploited their vulnerabilities again or they used the same sort of principle in their Canadian operations in February of 2022. Now, this this is still a um, an open story, so I don't unfor- I unfortunately don't have all the details. But it, it just seems too coincidental that these happened. But let's let's look at some stats here for a second. The the rise of cyber attacks is indeed increasing. Uh, according to Sonic's, Sonic Wall's 2022 cyber threat report, um, governments globally saw a 1,885% increase in ransomware attacks 
And the healthcare sector saw a 755% increase. Now, this is also uh, a similar report by the FBI Internet Crime Center reported a 62% year over year increase of attacks. So uh, this doesn't justify the attack against Panasonic. Let me make that very clear. But as a sort of global um, presentation, in understanding the, the level and the magnitude of these attacks against corporations and businesses alike across the globe. Now, Panasonic is a big entity, um, much like a, a lot of the other American entities as well that are get, being constantly bombarded. But these stats are very, very concerning um, because we only hear like a 10% of all the attacks that happen in the world. We don't even take into account some of the small businesses, the macro businesses that get attacked left, right, and center every day that either shut down because they they can't pay their bills anymore or they're just the the hacker just took all their stuff and they can't respond properly. So, you know, how can businesses counter this scary rise in cyber attacks? So I'm just going to name a few. There's a much more extensive list than this. Let me make that very clear. But we need to consider the basics. And this isn't a catch-all for all businesses. Each business operates differently. You know, no two businesses are the same. So uh, uh, take this for what it's worth and try to either ask your IT or security provider these questions or something for you to think about internally to be able to have the right posture or have the right information when it comes to reorienting or adjusting your sales, so to speak, of your business. Now, you must adopt a robust onboarding and offboarding of your employees. Now, this is, and I said this, I say this one first because a lot of businesses don't do this. There are some protocols in HR that do this. But as from my experience, I've seen quite a few businesses who don't have proper onboarding or offboarding, especially when it comes um, to security and when it comes to credentials. Um, the next one is obviously invest in cybersecurity protection service, protection services that adopt a zero trust approach. Now, without a zero trust uh, model, organizations run the risk of attackers having free access across their network. So for those who don't know what zero trust models are, I've made a previous podcast about it. Um, and I will also bring in some experts in future podcasts that will talk about this model more specifically. However, in this day and age, a lot of people have a lot of um, software online systems that they use. They get their employees to access it. Having zero trust essentially on sort of a 40,000 foot level here is stating that you trust no one. And for any of those avid X-File viewers, you'll know what I mean on that one, but trust no one. And this model will be able to intercept a lot of threat actors trying to crawl through, so to speak, in your network and stop them dead in their tracks before they gain any access to your, your infrastructure. 
Now, there are a lot of businesses out there specializing in these zero trust models. Not everyone's an expert in it. However, this is something that all organizations of all shapes and sizes needs to consider while they have their employees either working from home or working abroad. With the pandemic really changed the way that business leaders saw and handled um, these these uh, situations or with their employees. So the world as we know it has definitely changed. Now, the problem is a lot of these organizations are not keeping up. They just did the bare minimum, the bare basics, um, but are not really covering their bases, so to speak, when it comes to these models. So zero trust is highly recommended. Now, a lot you, you want to think of this sort of abstractly and understand that a lot of businesses, either it be a big business or small businesses, use the same similar tools and software everyone else is using. Um, and understanding that these, these tools and services can and will be targeted by cyber criminals at some point in time. And because the maximum effect is what they're looking for, is, is just that it's able to spread quicker and it can attack many businesses. It's like that uh, enable SolarWinds example where uh, hackers used these uh, remote remote software tools to access businesses from these IT providers. So they try to look for the maximum damage. So your software and your vendors may be a, a point of contention because they may be vulnerable themselves. But last and not least is... Um, you need to understand where your data is located. A lot of businesses have uh, data everywhere, but understanding truly where your data is located and where it's stored will enable you, enable your organization to use the right controls to help minimize the risk. Now, you can't eliminate risk, but at least help minimize that risk so that when your organization faces a threat, or an attack, you already then will be able to identify where your most sensitive information is located. You would have essentially barricaded that data, only given certain people access, or maybe given zero trust in that area. So if and when, let me rephrase that, when your organization gets attacked, you have better control over your data, and the systems that are in place will help mitigate that risk and eliminate the damage that example Panasonic has to endure now by losing their HR and accounting documents to these cyber criminals. So always remember, know where your data lies and implement a zero trust model in order to protect yourself now and in the future from threat actors trying to take your data away from your business. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.